The better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. I'll tell you, it's the greatest news ever. It's glorious. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming for His own. Now, I realize that there are some people who don't believe in the rapture. They don't believe in the catching away. I understand that. There are some who don't believe there's going to be a glorious appearance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No, there's some people who don't believe that. But let me tell you what, the Bible is our authority. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's Word will not pass away. Now, how is the second coming, which is in two parts, by the way, how is it going to happen? You must not be uninformed. You've got to know because you have some decisions that you have to make in your life and you can't make decisions without information. And God is laying out His most glorious love story. This is not doom and gloom. No, this is the greatest story ever. This is God showing His love. It's not His will that any perish. Now, if you study the Bible and you look over at Matthew 24, you're going to find that Jesus answers the question of His disciples. The disciples say to Him, What are the signs of your coming? Jesus said, Well, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Well, we're seeing that now. There's going to be nation rising up against nation. There's going to be kingdom rising up against kingdom. We're seeing that now. There's going to be many false prophets who rise up speaking words that are against the Word of God. We're seeing that now, aren't we? Are all around the world. There's going to be pestilence. There's going to be famine. There's going to be earthquake. We're, we're seeing that right now. There are places, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. When I was a boy growing up, we never heard of earthquakes. They're having earthquakes all the time now. They're, they're small earthquakes, but they're still having them. They're happening in places where they never had them happen before. I'll tell you what, God is getting ready to wrap this up. And Jesus said, all these things must happen, but this is not yet the end. Why? Why did he say that? Because he said, this gospel the gospel that I'm preaching, the Word of God, must be and will be preached to all nations, to all people groups all around the world before the end can come. But when that's done, he said, when that message is given, then the end will come. There is an end coming. Oh, make no mistake about it. There is an end coming, but something has to happen first. The gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached as a witness to all people groups, all nations, all over the world. Everyone on planet Earth is going to have an opportunity to receive Christ as personal Savior. Now, I, I know that there are, there are those who, who, who may say, well, everyone is saved. They just don't know it. Well, that's not true. Here's the authority. Here's the Word of God. Heaven and Earth will pass away. No, no, it's not automatic. Yes, it's true. Jesus went to the cross, cut a new covenant in His shed blood for the remission of sin. He took the stripes on His back that you and I might be healed in every area of our lives. Yes, He made, uh, he made Himself a sacrifice for forgiveness of sin. Yes, we understand that. He made salvation available. But it's not automatic. A person has to reach out and call. The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's like someone coming to your door and knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. But if you don't open the door, they're not ever going to be able to come in. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you will let me in, 
then I will come in. I remember two weeks before my 20th birthday, I was on my way to hell on a banana peel. But I made a commitment of my life to Christ. I called on the name of the Lord. I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart, to forgive me of every sin, to heal me of every sickness and disease, and God raised me up and a change came into my life. That's when God's call came on my life. It wasn't automatic. No, no, no. I had to call on the name of the Lord. And by the way, while I'm talking about that, there are some who do not believe that there is a hell. The Bible makes it very clear that there is a hell. Now let's go back to the crucifixion of Jesus for a moment. Let's go back there for just a moment. In those days, hell was in two parts. There was the upper part, which was called paradise, and then there was the lower part. Those who had totally rejected God were in the lower part. And that's what happens when a person totally rejects God. They leave God out of their life and they wind up in hell. There is a literal hell. But now the upper part was called paradise. And that's where the souls of the righteous were. I'm talking about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all those who had died in faith. And when Jesus uh, was crucified, dead and buried, and they took his lifeless body down and put him in the grave, he was in there for some three days. What was he doing? The Bible says he went down into the upper part of, of hell called paradise. And he took captivity captive. Now, what does that mean? That means that he rescued the righteous souls, those who had died in faith, those who had died waiting on the Lord. And he took them directly to heaven. Then he came back and showed himself alive to hundreds on this earth. And he said, I'm going, I'm ascending to my father, but I will come again. I will come again. And when this gospel of the kingdom is preached to all people, all nations, all tribes, all tongues. Everyone in the world has an opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus. When that happens, then we'll begin the second coming of the Lord. You talk about a great love story. No, no, it's not doom and gloom. No, it's the greatest love story of all. It's going to happen in two ways. First of all, there's going to be a rapture of the church. Now, I believe, or I know that there are some who do not believe in a literal rapture. But the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4 that there will be a literal catching away or rapture. That's what it means. A catching away of the body of Christ. And that is, the scripture says that Jesus will descend with an archangel and with the trumpet of God and a voice will shout, come up here. And those who have died in faith, I'm talking about Christians, will rise first. The Bible says the dead in Christ will rise first and they will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And then those of us who remain alive at that time, whenever that is, will be caught up alive to meet the Lord in the air and we will be with Him forever. <laughs> I got news. I'm going up on the first load. <laughs> I praise God for the second coming. Now, the second coming is in, is in two parts. A lot of people today have been concerned, worried about the Antichrist. Is the Antichrist alive? Is he, is he around the world now? Is, is he preparing now? I, I don't know. I, I'm not in charge of that agenda, but I do know this. The Bible says that the restrainer has been the church, the body of Christ, believers. That's what's been holding the devil and the Antichrist back. For the, 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 the devil cannot release the Antichrist. His identity cannot be known until the rapture occurs. You're talking about hundreds of millions, perhaps several billion people being caught up to meet the Lord in the air and suddenly there's a huge vacuum on earth. Every Christian is gone. 
And that's when Satan moves in. And that's when he, he, he shows the identity of the Antichrist. And the Antichrist, or the beast as he's referred to, begins to set up his kingdom. He will come, the Bible says, out of the, the old Greco-Roman Empire, which means the area there in southern Europe. And he will command Europe and he will try to command the whole world. He'll be a man of great cunning, of great intelligence. Uh, and he will seemingly solve many of the world's problems. And the world will begin to, to say, great is our God, Antichrist. Great is our God, Antichrist. Great is our God, Antichrist. And they'll begin to worship the beast. And his false prophet will make sure that people who remain on earth who have not known the Lord will begin to worship the beast and he will begin to work his plan. He will try to consolidate his power. And halfway through the great tribulation, the great seven-year tribulation, which you and I don't ever want to be a part of, we'll be on the other side with the Lord. Halfway through that tribulation, he will break the peace with Israel. And he will be assassinated. At least it will appear that he's been assassinated. And the devil will raise him up and enter him in his fullness. And then all holy hell will be released. He'll break the peace with Israel. He'll march into Jerusalem, the Bible says. He will commit what is called the abomination of desolation. That is, he'll stand on the steps of the newly rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. And he will declare himself as God. And the Jews who still remain on the earth at that time, will realize they have been wrong and they will head for the hills. They'll run for the deserts. And you know what? There are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of Hebrew Bibles, New Testaments, that are hidden in caves in the deserts in Israel. How do I know? Because back in the 1950s when I was a boy, my dad and many other ministers across this nation raised money to put Bibles in cases, in, in caves in, in the desert down there so that when this day eventually comes and I'm talking about, those people will find those Bibles and they will get saved. People will be, be healed and delivered. Uh, God will raise up 144,000 Jewish evangelists. That's what the Word of God says. They'll be preaching and right in the middle of the Great Tribulation, there will be a mass rapture. The Bible speaks of a sea of people coming up out of the Great Tribulation. There'll be a mid-tribulation rapture of saints. Those are people who gave their hearts to the Lord in the middle of the Tribulation and missed the first call, but didn't miss the second. I'll tell you, this is the greatest love story. God loves you so much. It's not His will that any perish. No, no, no. And God always removes His own before there is destruction. Remember, when the Great Flood came in Noah's day, God spared Noah and his family and two of each of the animals that were on the earth at that time before the flood came. And when he was preparing to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah for their wicked lifestyle, he removed Lot and his family from the destruction. God never destroys anything without first removing his own. And before there is a destruction, before that battle of Armageddon, which is coming, before he destroys that 200 million man army with the sword of his mouth, which will probably be nuclear, before he does that, he will remove his own. And that's we who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, this is the greatest love story of all. He loves you so much. This is why I'm working so hard right now to get these Greater Works tablets into the hands of underdeveloped nations pastors all over the earth. That's why I'm going to the nations of the earth myself and teaching pastors and giving them these tablets as a seed to help them to populate heaven and plunder hell. This is why it's so important. The Bible says the fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. 
And there are many of us who feel a call to the nations of the earth to help win the lost to Christ and help usher in the second coming of the Lord. The question I want to ask is, have you made a commitment of your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? I got news for you. He's knocking on your door. He's knocking on your door right now. And he said, if you'll open the door, I will surely come in. Have you ever repented of your sins? Have you ever believed on Jesus and said, God, I'm so sorry. I have not lived my life for you, but I want to be a Christian. I don't want to be a part of hell. <laughs> I want heaven. Believe me, there is a heaven to gain and there is a hell to shun. It's, it's a terrible place. And that's where the, the beast, the antichrist and the false prophet will be cast. They'll be cast into the lake of fire. Jesus will cast them and he will come, he will bring an angel down with a huge chain and he'll wrap it around the devil and put him in the abyss for a thousand years. And you and I as Christians will reign and rule on this earth with Jesus for a thousand years. It's the greatest love story of all. Do you want to be a part of it? Let me lead you in a prayer right now. Right now is a time to give your heart to the Lord. Don't wait another day. Don't wait another hour. Don't wait another second. Pray this prayer out loud with me right now. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, a backslider. I know a lot about you, God, but I don't know you. And I want to know you. So as you're knocking on my door, the door of my heart. I open the door. I realize salvation is not automatic. I've got to call. And so I call on you, Lord, to save me, heal me, deliver me. I repent of every sin. I am so sorry. I've lived my life on my own. But now, today, this minute, I turn my life to you. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Save me and heal me. Deliver me and set me free. From this moment, I will serve God. I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to hell. I'm going to miss the great tribulation because I'll be in heaven with Jesus forever with him by his side. Pretty simple prayer, but friend, if you meant it with all your heart, you are now born again. And that means you're a Christian. The old things are passed away. Everything has become new. I'd like to know who you are. Please contact me this week. Write me, Richard Roberts. Call the Abundant Life Prayer Group, 918-495-7777. Send me an email, oralroberts.com. Let me give you my brand new little book, The Return, Signs of the end times and what to expect. You may have someone in your family who doesn't know the Lord and they really need this little book. I prepared it especially for you. I believe it will be a blessing in your life. Don't miss it. The return. Oh, he's coming again, friend. Make no mistake about it. Signs of the end times and what to expect. Write me, Richard Roberts. Call the Abundant Life Prayer Group, 918-495-7777. Email me at oralroberts.com. This book is free. That means you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> it's yours. I'd like to give it to you. I'd like to give it to as many people as possible. Maybe you have family members that need this book. Let me know. I pray and believe it will be a blessing 
in your life. Jesus is coming again. We hope today's podcast has been a blessing to you. For more teaching about the end times, order Richard's free book, The Return, Signs of the End Times and What to Expect at oralroberts.com. That's oralroberts.com.